You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Welcome once again to another match day edition of the Leeds That Podcast. I'm Paul and I'm joined by Andy, James and Matt. All Hiya. of us. Hiya. We're all here. Hey. Wow. And we're here to discuss our home fixture with Cardiff City. Do you know what? I got a call from my mum this week. What did she say? She said... Um, Hi, Matthew. Yeah, she did say that, but she... Well, almost before she said that, she said, your match day podcasts have gone off the boil. <laughs> Bit harsh. Yeah, I know. But... I was her, pod, I was, I was her match day podcast... <laughs> So I've got to ask. She, um, well, she obviously listened to the Huddersfield game when um, we pretty much failed to get everyone together. Paul was at a pantomime. Oh, yes, I was. And uh, and then I was stuck in traffic on the way to the Hull City game midweek. And you guys couldn't get your act together to get some decent audio out. Has, has your mum got a plane? <laughs> she's got a helicopter. I'll tell you what, that's Don't brutal. That's brutal. Don't think you, she has. You lot sat waiting for me in a car for 45 minutes, but you couldn't get your act together. Well, I had like asleep. sleep. It's not like I was keeping you waiting deliberately. You were with the audio equipment. Well, we never said it wasn't a, deliberate. We didn't do a trashy audio deliberately. And we're all together in the kitchen anyway. Anyway, I agree with uh, the feedback we had about the Huddersfield one. I keep this stuff organised. On that note. Well, you shouldn't have gone to a pantomime then. That was deliberate. Oh, no, it didn't. It wasn't. I think we're all in agreement. That was Sky TV's fault. Oh, no, it wasn't. Well, they moved it, didn't they? What, the pantomime? They've oh. started showing pantomimes on there now as well. Oh, yes, they did. They have the rights to far too much stuff these days. James, what's the fixtures head-to-head record against Cardiff City? So, these are one of those sides that have beaten us more times than we've beaten them in our history. We've won 17, we've drawn 13, and lost 28. So, I think this... this um, Paul, you found the same thing that I did, and I think it dates back to 1984... We've played them 23 times. Out of those times, how many matches have we won? Three. Matt? One. We've won three times in 23 games. Which is absolutely horrifying. Yeah, there were three on the bounce, which is probably why you only think of it as one. Yeah. When was it? Pablo Hernandez? As Leeds United have proven, records are there to be broken. It was a run of three games altogether, wasn't it? When we won three on the spin. So it was... Pablo's winner. We won on the 3rd of November 2015, 1-0 at home, and then two away games in a row, 2-0 both September. In, both in 2016, March and September. So if you're talking about the September 2016 game, that was Chris Wood penalty and Pablo Hernandez. Screamer. Made me scream anyway. Pablo! So that must mean that our recent form is actually not too bad. 
Mm. Oh no, we played quite a few times before that. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. The, the one that stands out is obviously the FA Cup one, isn't it? When we should have absolutely. That was actually the turn of the form. Before that, we hadn't actually played them very often, and then that game. I, I didn't include this in the prep because I just didn't want to talk about it. But basically, yeah, the, that was uh, January two thousand two, losing two one in the FA Cup. Ugh. It was on the 6th of January as well. The 6th of January this year, we've got a big game coming up against Arsenal. It's reality, this, because, you know, we can't go in too confident against Cardiff. They're one of those teams. Welsh teams tend to hate us. But do you know what? I don't get it. All teams hate us, James. We've yeah. talked, we talk, we chat about True. stats, but why? Like, it's Why not, do you have bogey teams? Yeah, why do What's you have the, bogey teams? Well, do you know what? I've, I've worked it out because I went to Swansea a few years ago with, with you, Paul. We got loose. Our friend drove and we drove back together. We got hammered. And you met um, Andy O'Brien. Andy O'Brien. And yeah. he, he apologised. Uh, yes, he, he did. He said, this, is a, this is a repeat story. This doesn't one. matter. It's fine because it works. Oh, no, it's fine. Yeah, but yeah. the whole point is we were stood outside uh, a burger van in Swansea about an hour before kickoff. And guy goes, oh, yeah, bloody hell, they hate bloody Leeds. They're bloody awful. But... Do you know what? In 1972, I used to support them and support the Jacks because there was no Jacks in the pretty good league, so I support the Leeds as well. And then, basically, all Wales fans used to support Leeds. They all used to support Leeds when there was no Cardiff, not in pub leagues. John Charles fans. Last time we played Cardiff was awful. Was it the end of Thomas Christensen? Yeah, it was. And that game was really frustrating because they... Scored against a runner play several times. This is my fake memory, even if it's true. But it, it just didn't feel right. They scored at bad times for us. and It all sounds like sour grapes. But, you know, they went on to get promoted. They looked really poor that season. We come out of the blocks. Whereas, hopefully this time around, that was the thing I was trying to get out about. Why is it so different? They're, they're, other than Blooming Peltier, I presume they've got 11, 10 other different players, different manager. Mm. So why do you have a run like that against teams? How did Lee Peltier make it to Premier League, by the way? Cardiff got promoted automatically. But how did he play in that team? The Neil Warnock was the manager. He had a lot of faith in Pelts. The other thing about Cardiff as well was we obviously lost at Cardiff away, Thomas Christensen's season. That was when Liam Cooper was sent off in that match and that was Matthias Click where he passed it back to keeper. It was intercepted and they scored and that was him off. Off of uh, off the t- off, well, out the squad basically, and he Good went abroad. Lord, history, history. Scapegoat but we also well, had a bit. Scapegoat. It also started a bad run because I remember going to the next away game, which was Sheffield Wednesday away, and we lost three 0 and we were awful in that game. It was one of the worst games I've ever seen. Do you think? Yes, we were very poor that day. Thought we were unlucky. No, we were absolutely atrocious. You went to that as a Sunday, wasn't it? Have anyway, you, have you got our record up against Cardiff up there again, Paul? Of or course, not? of course. The 4-0 home defeat is the one that sticks in my mind, oh. probably around earlier earlier this decade. Well. <laughs> around my, It was around my birthday, wasn't it? 2010. Are you reading this? It was the uh, day before your birthday, 2010. Yeah. Awful day. You never what? have a look around your birthday when you said it. I know. Go back, what happened? Talk to me. We lost 4-0 to Cardiff at home. Who scored? What happened? Was it? Was that when McCormack scored a free kick? First time we played in years. No, no we lost four 0 No, no, no. We lost four 0 No, for them. Oh no, he was with us at that point, wasn't he? Because they came in in the first season. We came up. Yeah, it was uh, Jay Bothroyd. Their goalkeeper was Tom Heaton. Is that the year Jay Bothroyd? I thought he was a kid. Is that the year Jay Bothroyd randomly got an England cap? Uh, yeah, but he did, did he score, score two in that game. Yeah. Wow. And Michael Chopra. 
You can buy the caps. Yeah, from the chopper, of course. Yeah, we were t- we were terrible that day. They had blooming Craig Bellamy playing because that was the start, really, of yeah, a lot of things going wrong. And them thinking they were Billy Big Time with uh, a, a fancy Dan owner. It's important to talk about all this stuff because we can't go into optimistic that way, can we? Well, we brought on Ramon Nunes for David Sommer on fifty fourth minute, and on the sixty eighty first minute, we brought on Adam Clayton for Amdi Fai. Wow, that's, I, na- that's nine years ago. Ten years ago. Nine years ago. Correct. So it's a completely different period for us now. Things are looking up. Plans for today. We're all going, aren't we? I hope so. We're going. And if we see a win, it'll be our eighth win in a row. Fancy that. When was the last time we won eight in a row? We don't know. We don't have the stats in front of us, do we? That's not putting you on the spot. I'm going to have a, I'll have a look on Twitter. You keep talking amongst yourselves. I'll see if, uh, I'm sure that's one earlier. I'm sure, I'm sure nine wins was like 1931 or something. So it's got to be a, I know that Bielsa is the second, only the second manager in our history to win seven in a row twice. Which is amazing. After Dom Revy. There's a, there's a couple of, uh, well, there was one good bit of uh, news this week in particular. Did anyone see that about Ben White? That is dynamite. Anyone see it? Is this that Graham Potter said that he would be staying with us? Correct. He's going to be with us for the rest of the season. I yep. saw an interesting Graham is, Potter is that quote. Legit? Yep, it's true. Another interesting Graham Potter quote that I saw this week. I didn't realise this. Do you know where he would... So before he went to Swansea, I think it's quite widely documented that he was working in Scandinavia. Mm-hmm. I can't. And he went... Was it like the fourth division or something? He went to the fourth division and worked his way up. Yeah, it was really promotions. good. Do you know where he was working before that? I can't. Leeds Carnegie. Really? He was like, I was working at Leeds Carnegie. I realised I had to go to the fourth division of Scandinavian football in order to get... Does he know Brian Dean? And there he is in the Premier League. I bet he does. Because obviously Brian Dean was working in Norway. Yeah, because I mean, Scandinavia is tiny and they're almost certain to know each other on the basis of that. From Leeds and doing that. Yeah, could be. The other thing as well, other bit of news, the new training top. Oh, it's a beauty, isn't it? Yeah, it's lovely. Have have you noticed, and it might might be just me, but we didn't used to change uh, training gear around when we were kids. It was like the same thing all season. It's the right cash cow, isn't it? Every Christmas we seem to get a new training kit and it's always rubbish. I think it's every few months. They seem to be rotating them more and more. It was skins or bibs in my time. So the team news is that Liam Cooper's available, according to Marcelo, but he won't be risking less 100% fit. I think we've come to learn now, and I'll look like an idiot when we come back after that. He won't play, will he? No. He might do, but Berra's played very, very well. It's true, you don't need to swap it, do you? I'm pretty sure he's not been booked all season either. I'll have to fact check that one, Andy. Well, Paul, normally we look at opposition forums. Should we have a guess at what it's called this week, guys? Is it the car difference? No. Oh. Bluebirds.net. No, I'm sure, I'm, whilst these websites might exist, the one that I found was only one Cardiff City. Tan.com, Vincent Tan.com. And you've plucked something out of from the opposition forum. Can you read it in a Welsh accent, please, Paul? It'll be a tricky game. I take a draw. Leads of different gravy this season, they are. It doesn't even say it in that <laughs> sentence. It's just leads of different gravy this season. They are a very good side, coached by a very good coach. And that, that was not... Terrible. It was better than Andy's. That's all I was aiming for. Have you been, have you been watching a lot of Fireman Sam? Yeah. Ponty Pandy. Norman. Norman Price. <laughs> Little child reference there. Anyway, Twitter uh, has thrown up. I don't know whether it's true or not, but apparently the last time Leeds United won eight league games in a row was November 1931. So that- I remember that. Uh, although I do remember we won 10 games in a row in all competitions in 99, 2000, because we, we brought a video out about it, VHS. Our uh, friend of the pod, Andrew Dalton, LUFC Stats, has tweeted one of his favourite stats. 
Go that on. since uh, a game against Accrington Stanley in 2009, we've had, a, they? we've had a Leeds United Academy product in the squad for every single game since then, which means that if we have a Leeds United Academy product in the squad from now until Christmas, till New Year's Day, it, we will have had a Leeds United Academy product in every squad this decade. Stats, yeah. you're a legend. How do you work that out? We've read all the data, didn't it? Hasn't Bielsa, apparently, I think Phil Hay might have tweeted this in the week, but he said that Bielsa's <laughs> broke 12 youth players into our... First team squad as he's well, which broken is... twelve youth players, and he's also apologised in the pre-match. Conference. He probably has broken them. Who did stats? No, Bielsa. All right, yeah. He uh, he said in didn't he apologise or say he felt guilty about Robbie Gotts not getting his chance? Yeah, he did. Yeah, do you know what? And, and that shows the humility of the man because he's. Is it right that he's made the most appearances on the bench without actually playing, and he's seen players coming ahead of him and play? Yeah, I think it's like 20 odd times, isn't it? It's something crazy. I think it's 30. I think it's 15. I think it's 9,004. I think it's 15 last season and 15 <laughs> this season. And he's not had his shot, but it shows he likes him. And to me, that would be a sign of respect from someone like Marcelo. He says, oh, you could have finished. You, you could get sold. You could stay. I think he wants to see him play and try it at Leeds. James, what's Joe Bedford been saying on Twitter about the referee for today's game? Thanks so much, Joe Bedford. Uh, for anyone who hasn't listened to the podcast before, Joe Bedford does all of our referee research, which is always top draw. The referee for today's game against Cardiff is Tony Harrington. He's refed 10 games. Uh, we've won three, drawn three and lost four. He's shown 12 yellows and no red cards. Always time to change that, isn't there? Has he done us? Well, he's not refed us since our 2-1 home win against Bolton last season and uh, he uh, gave us a penalty that Bamford put away, I believe. Sounds all right for me. So one thing that's happened since our last match day podcast is West Brom dropped points. And as we sit here about an hour and a half before kickoff... A lovely Christmas table, by the way. Christmas there's table. a lovely cloth, which I believe came from Lisbon. Did? Lisboa. West Brom are currently being held away at Birmingham. Really? And their goal scorer, Diangana. Yeah, yeah. What's he done? Limped off. Yeah, he's, but he's gone off injured after scoring, so. Can I bowl something really brave out there? Like Tim Bresnan from episode <laughs> whatever it was. <laughs> nice plug. He knows a fast delivery. I don't think West Brom are that fair cop. I think they're hanging on the coattails and doing all right. I think if we'd started better, we'd be distant. James, just note that because that's when we do the season review at the end of the year. We can uh, come back to the <laughs> West Brom in the league. How bad West Brom were. West Brom most in the ridiculous league. quotes we've done. West, West, <laughs> West but Brom I, were, I, I don't think they are. West Brom were our toughest game. Yeah, we still won it, didn't we? Yeah, but I'm still saying they're our toughest game. And we won it with a Kyle Bartley own goal. Bloody great own goal. And we've got we've got Birmingham West Brom coming up back to back over the New Year period. True dat. So on Twitter, they're saying that. It's going to be, well, there's 81% of people say it's going to be a Leeds win. 16% say a draw and 3% say Cardiff win. Sarah says, no idea why, but not feeling quite as positive about this one. One all. If we can get a goal in the first 20 minutes, I reckon three or four nil, says Chris Pickles. Barney sent us a WhatsApp. Let's play that. Hi, lads. I think it's going to be a hard one tomorrow. Uh, Typical Neil Harris side. And I'm going to go for a 1-0. It's going to be very edgy, first half. Second half, we'll, we'll show our fitness. Probably in the last 20 minutes, we'll score. And I'm going to go for Costa to score. Cheers, Barney. I hope Costa scores too. What's your prediction then, Andy? My prediction today? I, 
I think we'll win. I think we'll win 2-0. I don't think it'll be anything overly spectacular, but I think we'll just do what we normally do. Dominate the game, stop them coming at us, and I think we'll score twice. I harped on a lot the other night about the conditions beforehand, and they didn't prove to be too much of an issue. Similar kind of conditions today. Very blustery, very rainy. Um, so I hope that doesn't have an effect, but I'm going to go for 2-0 leads. Well, we're, we're, there's a consensus building because I've gone 2-0 as well today. Seems to be our standard scoreline at the moment. James? I'm going one all. Oh, bloody hell. Like Sarah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, she did say one all. I just feel like, um, I'll tell you what, I'll go two all then. <laughs> <laughs> don't change your prediction. No. Just because you don't want to be like no, Sarah. I no, I do. Um, I, do think it, I do think it'll be one all. Um, I just, they are our bogey team and I don't know why. We should, by all accounts, destroy them, but it's just not the way things go with them. Huddersfield so. are a bit of a bogey team though. So a Hull. Yeah. And Middlesbrough. But, you know, those games could have been different had, Kiko, had Kiko have not stepped in. So, you know, today not, we, we might not be so lucky. What's your final word? I'm sad now after listening to James. That's your word, Sam. <laughs> I don't know. We can't go out on a low. All right, I'll go. Festive. You're feeling festive, mate? Yeah, boy. I've got my Marcelo Bielsa Christmas jumper on that says, Tis the season of Bielsa. I've had a couple of cheeky beers at the kitchen. There's a lovely festive cloth on the table. I can see some biscuits, biscuits, some might call it. I fancy us to win. Biscuitties. Yeah, Leeds. Two little Leeds. Happy. Festive. So festive's your word? Yeah, festive. James? Uplifted? Mm. Excited? I would would change. I want to see change. I want to see us beat Cardiff. Oh, I was going to say, I don't want change. I want another win. No, I want I want change against Cardiff. I want us to, to win, but I'm not sure whether we can. Colin's my word because uh, everyone expected it to be the game where he was able to pit his... Marcel was able to pit his wits against Neil Warnock and we'd see how that battle played out. Sadly, it wasn't. We got Neil Harris, who <coughs> we narrowly avoided. Millwall got their bounce game with a new manager, didn't they? Um, but... Should be an interesting battle today. Let's go and see. What was your word? Colin. My word then is go. Go Leeds. Let's go. Lades up. Terrible, wasn't it? Somebody give me a positive from that. Well, I think Paul is probably going to tell us it's a one point gained. No, that is two points dropped, Matthew. Oh, is it? That's how you drop two points. Oh, well, it's about time you came around to my way of thinking. Let's be honest. Pablo played pass of the century. How does that mean two points dropped? It doesn't. We're moving on. Let's just focus on the positives. Oh, here we go. Where are they? Where are they? We stormed into a 3-0 lead. It should have been more. Um, I think that there was an awful lot of class on show in the first half. I think you wouldn't concede three goals most of the time. It's very unfortunate. And actually, you know, we're 10 points clear of third. I can't believe what I've just watched. I can't believe third. What do you I- mean? 
How can you take a positive out of being 3 0 up at that point in a game at home against a diet, diet team like we Cardiff? Were, we were so much better than Cardiff. Like, yeah. I, Correct. Can you think of a more undeserved point that someone's taken away from Elland Road? No, never. Very Swan- Swansea City, another Welsh team. And they yeah, but, three. But but from that point, it was totally undeserved. Totally undeserved. But you've got to, you've got to get, like it's football, isn't it? You've got to come away, have a laugh. We've had a right laugh, haven't we? Yeah, but you're full of absolute BS. What do you mean? How could you be saying, oh, what a great day? I'm not saying I've had a great day. I'm say- well, I have had a great day. I'm saying we weren't. Well, what are you about? He's Listen, not saying it, but yes. Hey, mate, it's all right now to contradict yourself. However. <laughs> what if I contradict myself? When you're trying to phone into Radio Leeds. <laughs> that, that was uh, entertainment on the way home, wasn't it? Anyway, what I'm saying is we played really well. Yeah, that's why. That's what I've just said. Uh, no, I'm talking to Andy now. I can't think of a. But game. we threw it away. We threw it away. So we did throw it away. So how can you come away from that happy? I'm because <laughs> I've had a right laugh on the way home. Good for you. I think there were 35,500 people. That's a really good journey home as well. Right, let's put, let's, bet. let's put some logic behind this, all right? Let's start with, at the, let's start at the very beginning. We were 2 up within 10 minutes. Eight, Eight minutes. minutes. Eight minutes. Eight minutes is within 10 minutes, guys. So are you. <laughs> yeah, but it sounds better, doesn't it? Right. Ah! We're 2 up within eight minutes, and then it could have been three or four. Can I move seats with someone? Andy's really angry. Should have been three or four. Should have been three or four. Probably some of our best p- play of the season so far. Definitely. By far. Incorrect. More. did finish him. No, I'm talking about in that early period of the game. Yeah, but we even swarmed after, even after eight minutes, we still didn't finish him, did we? No, but we should have done. Yeah, but we didn't. But we were playing really well. But we, we didn't finish. I've heard the clips back from Radio Leeds and when it went to 3-0, they said, that's it. But before we went to 3-0... So it's their fault. Before it went to 3-0, we had two penalty claims turned down and by all accounts, at least one of them was a Stonewall penalty. And at that point, you're kind of like, oh, well, never mind. Look, it's a free... We're running riot today. It doesn't matter that the referee's uh, not spotted Costa getting... It's a freak result. There was nothing naive the, about it. These, these let's talk through the game. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So I'm talking about the penalties because what I'm saying is you, you've stood there in the ground when you don't get a penalty and you even said this, Andy, if that's nil-nil, you are furious that that penalty's not being given, but yeah. everyone's kind of just accepts it because we're 2 nil up. And these freak results happen. We were 4-1 up against Preston at half-time. Talk through the game. Through the game, not just the end. Result. We are talking through the game. It should at two nil. There should have been penalties guaranteed. We wasted chances. Stuart Dallas had three great chances that someone with like I'm not knocking Stuart Dallas, but someone with slightly better finishing may have taken at least one of those three chances. Luke Aylin punted another one over the bar. So we've. I think when it when we look back on it, what's cost us isn't just poor defending on or naivety it's referee decisions it's not poor defending we've been done three times but we should have been eight three up correct that's what i'm saying like we've we've wasted the chances to absolutely kill this game but they looked like it's a freak result they looked dead on their feet the whole way through they didn't look like they weren't creating loads no so it's 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 difficult to debate they had a bit of a spell it's not it's not difficult to debate because we should have been 
out of sight. They had a bit of a spell towards the end of the first half where they put a few over the bar. They did. One in particular. Yeah, that was their best spell and they actually ended up scoring three goals after the half, but that was still their best spell of actual concerted pressure. At 2-0. Yeah. Weird as Jeff. So 2-0 at half-time should have been more than 2-0. Correct. We go into the second half. Now this, you'll like this, James. Andy and Paul went down for a beer or... How many beers did you have at half-time? Two, but we actually... Actually, those ciders... You've done well to get served two beers at halftime. Well, we didn't. Well, it was it, technically start of the second half. So but but the, whilst we were waiting... First 10 minutes of the second half, they're downstairs. Oh. We get a penalty. They These two come running out of the uh, out of the stand, up the stairs, come back yeah. to their spot. He bothers... Paul bothers to come past me to stand next to me. They watch the penalty. Then they run, leg it back down to finish their paint. No, oh, no, 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 no. I had to go, yeah, for, yeah, yeah. I had to go for a wee. I had, for, I had to go for a wee as well. Anyway, how many wees did you go for? You went for one in the first half as well. Listen. One inch. <laughs> so what we're, what we're saying here is that there are lots of different factors which meant that we didn't win this game. It wasn't just the fact that we conceded three goals. There was referee decisions that went against us. There was the fact that we didn't finish our chances. And there was the fact there were two people not supporting the team for the first 10 minutes of the second half. It was two <laughs> minutes. We got penalty very swiftly after half If time. you'd have been more up for it and supporting the team, we might have won today. This, so you were this, an absolute this, letdown. And no, this, I'm, I think that's com- fair. No, this completely contradicts it, you, you expect said. You expect the team to put 100% in for 90 minutes and then you're downstairs having a beer for 10 minutes after half time. Two beers. Yeah, well, you actually, can't complain actually, to the players then, can you? Actually, ciders. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. I think everyone, I, I never normally think, oh, bob off and have a drink. It's complacency. Yeah. You always think bob off and have a drink. No, I don't. Or do you do? Well, I might think it, but I don't do it. Most home games. What? Point is, I think we're complacent. I think complacency cost us today. Exactly. And that was shown by the fact that you couldn't be bothered to come back up for the second half. I'll take that. Hang about. So you're blaming me that we've drawn thrill. No, I'm saying there's lots of different factors and you've got to take some responsibility. Absolutely not. So what happened whilst you were down there? You were talking to someone, weren't you? Who did you meet? We met uh, an American guy called Brandon. Brandon? And his friend Craig, who was on BGT in 2012. Did Brandon call him Craig? Yes, he did. He did. He did, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Don't well, know why. So at 2-0, let's see what they've got to say. Yeah, so uh, it's half-time. We're at the express bar, which is about as express as my left bollock. Slow as... So slow. We've been joined by a couple of guys, one called Brandon and one called... Craig. And my mate Brandon has come from Michigan for his first ever game. He knows Craig. Craig, how do you know Brandon? So we met years ago. This is like 12 years ago I met him. We used to teach in schools and stuff. But basically, I'm a massive Leeds fan. Born and bred in Preston, but massive Leeds fan. No one's perfect. <laughs> no, one, no one can be perfect, can they? They can't. And uh, he had no other choice to go to a Leeds game with me. He wanted to go to an English football game. He's gone here. He's lived the whole life in the, the pubs. We've done the whole thing. I've, he's watched the whole documentary, The Take Me Home. Nice. He's buzzing off all six episodes of Take Me Home. And I uh, got a lot of history of this club. And I found out what kind of happened. But I've, I think I've been, I've been more of a Leeds fan because of Craig than anything. Just seeing like the passion that comes out of this, this city and this place. And like his dad's here and generations are here. And everybody that's with it. It's just cool to see like so much excitement, so much power come out of just a, a city. You know, like we don't have that in America. Nothing like 
this kind of amplif- amplification, you know, like people that want to just chant the whole game and everything, but seeing two goals right away, I know Craig was hoping that I would get to witness one goal, so I'm really within, within 10 minutes, two within goals, minutes. eight minutes, boys, yeah, eight, eight minutes, eight minutes, two within goals. two goals, man. So, yeah, dude, it's going to be sweet. I'm excited to see a victory uh, and, and hopefully go party after, yeah? And a victory takes us to the top of the table. Well, let's fingers crossed for Brandon enjoying his future as a Leeds United fan. Let's keep going. Let's keep supporting. Let's get a beer, man. So it turns out we got two siders and we bloody lost. Well, we didn't lose. It was 3 0. So I don't know why you think we've lost. We've jumped ahead again. So, we're 10 minutes into the second half. Everyone's happy. Craig's happy. Brandon's happy. No, this is half time still. No, I know. But that, move on. We scored on. the penalty. Yeah. It, was a, it was a really weird penalty to win because there was absolutely no chance uh, Bamford was doing anything with that ball. It was running out of play. But their player did come and uh, trip him over. So, rules of the game. Penalty. Put it away with a plum. 3 0. Job done, you would think. And then what happened? Leaves that. Just a lot of complacency kicked in. I, I think it was, obviously, it's easy to say this now, it was a very poor half. We never looked, to me, like conceding. I don't think they had a great deal of pressure. It was just, they played to our weaknesses. Until they scored, we still looked like we'd score. Well, even when when it went to 3-2, and they got a man sent off, and it's 8th, 7th minute, you're thinking, perfect, that's, game, that's done. Do you know what, I'll give you that, because this could be the biggest leads out of all time, but I didn't feel any anxiety, any nerves, that when it's 3-2, they're down to 10. I was like, yeah, we're still done. There were three different goals to concede as well, weren't they? Fluke, Good, and Spawn. I think they had three shots on target after like 60, 70 minutes, you reckon? Something like that, I don't know. And they all went in. When does that happen against us? It's ridiculous. I just feel so disappointed, but it's not the end of the world. You know, we've talked about it before. People that get promoted automatically, teams that get promoted automatically. Listen, they, they draw and lose games and that's the nature of the business. I think that today was such an important learning curve. I think... In what respect? In the respect that if you're going to drop points, do it when you're 11 points clear and prove moving forward from that that you've learned from it. So whilst it's disappointing at the time, moving forward, there's more that you can learn from this game than having won 3-0. I think the question though is, does it knock our confidence? I, don't, I doubt no. it. I don't think we're a team that, that take a hit to the confidence. But how do, how do you concede three crap goals like that without a lack of confidence? What, do you think that our manager's naive enough to actually sit there and not make them look through it. They're going to watch that. Who's gonna, call, hang on, who's called him naive? I don't, nobody with any right mind would call him naive. Well, Noel Whelan called him naive. And Did you, he? Yeah, you called BBC Radio Leeds to call him out on that. I, what? <laughs> I'm never calling Marcelo Bailson naive. Naive. So the game ends. Do you know what? Even even at 3 all, we should have been, we should have won it 4-3. Oh yeah, Ben White missed a tapping. Yeah, so. Don't right. play Ben White. There's bigger games where we could have been complacent. I think if we're going to be complacent, let's do it now. So they get a stark reminder of what it's like when you when you stop driving forward and trying to win games. Totally. But are they going to learn from this? That's yes. my worry. Of yeah. course they are. Of course they are. Why? Didn't happen last year, did it? 
Well, well carbon kettle of fish this year. Why? What's different between this year and last? Well, I'll tell you what it is. Same team, same manager. It's well, two points. Tracking moves, tracking moves. Oh. So just an update on Tracking Wolves. We're monitoring um, our progress against Wolverhampton Wanderers, Wolverhampton Wanderers in the 2017-2018 Championship season. At this point, after 22 games, they were on 51 points. We are on 47 it's worth noting though we're still two points ahead of where we were this time last season seven points ahead of where we were when Thomas Christiansen was uh, managing us so we're still two points off finishing second yeah did you think it was a red card no no never he was last man though wasn't he I thought it was a red card did you yeah. he, he was absolutely the last man So on the, the wing really though he was on the wing yeah but I think you look at someone like Enketia and he knows how rapid he is, so you think that last man on the wing is still the last man. Made no difference. Given how hot no, our... No, we, we conceded the third goal when they had 10 men. Yeah, yeah totally. Given how hot our uh, defence has been, I wonder what odds you would have got on a draw when we were 3-0 up. Well, James was right in his prediction. He said it'd be a draw. Score draw. Yeah, I'm not happy about it, though. It shouldn't have been a draw, really, should it? No, of course not, but it's a freak result. Just looking back to... Um, is it, though? Just looking back well, on our recent results, time will tell, Andrew. Just looking back on our recent results, we're on uh, we're unbeaten in ten. Eleven. We're unbeaten in eleven now. <laughs> Stretching back to that game, where, uh, well, actually, the centenary game was the first one of the run, mm. followed by the uh, um, Preston game, where we uh, dropped points as well. And in that run, we've conceded six goals, and half of them today yeah. in the second half. And that does not sit well with me. But I think that probably shows again that it was a freak. I think some of you'll No, 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 because if, if you're going to shut them out, you shut them out and that's done. They are now shut out. You shall not pass. Yeah, but all, like, what's the point in talking about? They will learn from it. They will move on. Who's man of the match? Oh, that's tricky. Awful question. It's hard to say who wasn't man of the match. I mean, because what we probably haven't said enough in this is that we were really, you know, do, really do, good. Do you know, man of the match, easily, Patrick Bamford. You don't take him off. On do that, you, do you think that was the turning point? No. What do you think was the turning point? Berardi for Struich. Yeah, but we were already, what were we, 3-2 at that point? Yeah. Uh, I think you, you stick with what you got. I think you'd maybe then go, do you know what? I'll... I'll take Nketiah off and I'll put Stuart on. I think that, I don't think we'd have lost that game if we'd have just, if we'd made no subs, basically. No, definitely not. I say that. Which is really frustrating. And by no means a dig at Bielsa. Absolutely not. He, it's like, more of a dig at, the, at Eddie Nketiah, I'd say, because he knows his role. He's, a, he's only a young player, so I'm not having to go at him, but... Kill him, go on. Go he, on. Did not, he did not come on and do the job that he needed to do in order for us to see the game out. I think that's been the problem all along. He doesn't, he's not, he doesn't do the defensive role of, of, no. of um, how Bielsa likes his attacking forwards to play. He's not big enough. It's not, I don't think the height really matters. It's more the fact that, because you know, you look at Costa and he started to do the dirty work and work back. It's just, he's not sprinting back. He's not sprinting around to put pressure on people. He's very much just watching the line and waiting for the attack really. And uh, we need him, you know, like, Bamford wins the ball or helps us win the ball back up the field, high up the field so much. 
So who's your man of the match? I don't have one. Bamford. Yeah, that's fair. I'm going for Pablo Hernandez just for that pass. What a pass. He, he lacked all of his defensive capabilities from the last three or four games, though. Couldn't care. That pass. And, that, was... and, that's, and that's why it was 3 0. You, you're blaming Pablo? No. But I'm blaming the team in general. Okay. Yeah, so we got back into the car after the game, and a few people were ringing into radio leads to make the point, the same point about the substitutions causing us to lose the game. And Noel Whelan said that it showed that Marcelo Bielsa was naive. I think, we, I think we all agreed that naive wasn't quite the right word. So Andy rang in to make his point, got through, spoke to a producer who... Um, a producer? He couldn't produce his own turd, that kid. <laughs> he's got no idea what he's doing. The producer um, put Andy through a bit of an off-air screening, bit of an audition for the upcoming call. Dominated him. He <laughs> could smell the booze <laughs> down the phone. <laughs> Absolutely and, dominated him. Uh, it's fair to say that Andy failed the, the audition. Failed? Yeah, significantly. Incorrect. He failed by audition. The, the main bit... He said he had a load of calls in front of you. Yeah, <laughs> apart, from the, apart from the point that you had, that, that James said that you could smell the beer through the, through the phone, he also um, heard you totally contradict yourself. When? It's when you said that... Um, you can't question Bielsa's decisions and then followed it up by questioning his decision to sub <laughs> off for Patrick Bamford. Um, so it was, it was confused to say the least. So anyway, produ- said producer said that you had... Um, Half a lager. He said that he would give you a ring back uh, later in the, the uh, programme if they had time, but he had quite a few calls queuing ahead of you. So then Paul, from the back of the car, rings the same number. <laughs> Straight through to the gantry to speak to Noel Whelan. Hang on. <laughs> so then Paul makes it through to um, to Noel. And, um, we had a bit of back and forth. I'll tell you what, Paul, I've never been so proud of you. Really? You, you, look, you, you, still, you were a strong silent type in the car. He was Be- very angry. Because I got told not to speak in case I got struck off. Come you on. You took him down Chinatown. I'd like to have a, a further chat with Noel on the pod. Yeah, it was a slip of the tongue by Noel. I'd, I'd... What was a slip of the tongue? Well, he said naive, but you can't say it was a naive. Naive um, decisions are the sorts of decisions that rookie managers take, and Bielsa certainly isn't that. So I think it was right to challenge him him on that. My take is, for what it's worth, I could understand his decisions. I don't feel they were naive. They were just misplaced within the context of how it finished. However, Mr. Whelan forgot that he'd said naive. I think he just said it in the moment, didn't he? It didn't really. Noel's a passionate man, it. and Noel, um, and it's very difficult being live on on radio. Do you know the hardest bit is is that you can't ever be prepared for leads that. That really hurts me to say it because I didn't get through, and you got through, and blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> but the, the thing is, is that at three nil, with half an hour to go at home, you win three nil. I think and we didn't. I'd have settled for four three or three three two. Oh, we almost got a fourth, didn't we? Ben White at the end as the well. Mo- the most dangerous scoreline is two 0 Three 0 is coasting. It's slippers on. It's hot chocolate. So it's- what, what what you're saying is that normally if no Whelan calls Bielsa naive, we don't care. But because we just um, no no no, no that's not it. it my, my point is is that at three 0 Leeds United at home. Top of the league. You like, yeah, fair. That's a blessing. We're done. So what's your final word? 
And we haven't done Man of the Match yet, have we? Yeah. Batchet Bamford. I ain't done mine. I did Pablo. It was yours. He said, he, James said he didn't want one. You were a big fan of Helder Costa's performance. You said that he looked something that Andy says that I'm not going to repeat because I think it's done its course, but... Caffeinated. Yeah. Helder Costa had a great game. One of his best games in a league Stuart Dallas was great. Luke Ayling was great. Matthias Click was great. Mm. I agree with Bamford. I agree with Hernandez. But I'm giving my man of the match to Calvin Phillips. Oh, go on. Thought he had a... I'm, I'm ready for this. Go on. I thought he had a really, really good game. Do you think he shepherded and covered the defence well? Well, not well enough, obviously. So how's your man of the match? I thought he played very well. Oh, very well to concede three goals. Andy, what would your final word be? Pissed off. It's a hyphenated word. I'm pissed off. It is not. Which word do you want? Do you want pissed or off? You can only have one. What about irritated? Mine's pleased. Oh, what, why are you pleased? No, why are you pleased? You're such a wind-up merchant. Right, in what world are you uh, pleased? <laughs> it's because he got on Radio Leeds and had and missed no, 10 no, minutes no. of the second half. No, 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 no. Hit me, one. Why are you pleased? Because we've maintained a gap. When we're further away from Fulham who we consider our biggest contenders. We've we've had a poor second. Just stop yawning. It's- I honestly think I'm excited going into next Saturday. I, w- I would have been... Why are you looking like that? Because you're an absolute moron. It's a shame because no one's going to get Life's too short to wallow. No one's going to get to know mine and James's words because they'll have turned off as soon as Paul said he was pleased. Unfair. <laughs> Unfair to word. No, it was it's fair. It's that it's pleased. So why are you pleased? I'll listen this time. Go on. Because we've, despite chucking away a really healthy margin of victory and drawing, we're still 10 points clear of third we're going into a game against a team that are struggling for confidence, struggling for form at a really good time. So you're let's right, just you're enjoy right. it. You're right. Imagine being 13 point clear of him. It'd be awful, wouldn't it? Well, we'd be 12, but... Um, Correct. <laughs> <laughs> What's your word then, Matthew? Well, where I will agree with you is that the reason that we're so disappointed is because we've been winning. We're just not used to it. Well, it was a it was a freak result. I should have said freak. The fact that we're so annoyed about being, you know, losing when we're in the top two, it means that I think it's first world problems, isn't it? I think no. as, I think as well. We are all um, the past becomes clearer, doesn't it? As well, when something like this happens, you think, "Oh God, are we on a downward spiral again?" Yeah. Um, so it's all a bit panic stations, but you know, when reality kicks in, we'll all be fine. And like you say. Top two is really good. Well, so I agree with you, Paul, that there's a lot to be pleased about, but this is the match day pod for a game where we've just drawn 3-3, having been 3-0 up. So my word is displeased. Absolutely anging. James, what's your word? Waste. It was a waste of a, a big lead at home and wasted opportunities. Um, but it is what it is. What's the point in dwelling on it? You know, we've got Fulham to play next and that's Plenty be, to dwell on. Nah, there's nothing to dwell on anymore. It's done and dusted. Pointless. Um, and well, we weren't pointless. We've got a point. Yeah. Fulham next next week and that's a massive game. Huge game. And uh, there's a chance for us to build a nice gap. Well, a bigger gap between us and them. And because uh, I think they'll, they'll hit good form at some point. 
We've got plenty of podcasts to check out. Check out our most recent interview podcast with Hayden Evans, who we bumped into in the pavilion today. Yeah, it was nice to see him. And um, we got some more anecdotes out of him. I wish we had recorded him, actually. We're definitely going to have to go back and pick them. He, he, he know if, you, if you're not listening to that podcast, I think you should, because he knows what Leeds is and what Leeds that is. We also had a bit of a, a, a sing of uh, Tim Bresnan's Eddie and Ketcher chant in the uh, cop today. At 2-0. Well, and 3-0, well, And at 3-2, we're just going for it. We want to back Eddie. Anyone join in? Or was it just you lot? Uh, just us. What about your Kiko song? Yeah. People, the bloke in front knew it. Shout out to Paul in front of me. And uh, we've also got a December podcast coming up within the next week. Check us out at leadsat.com. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.